seat at the table it's lunchtime in rome tonight's episode 226 is entitled college life what's it like to know about emotional needs and be in college further what's it like to understand emotional responding and be a guy in college even before all of that what's it like to be on the cusp of real life in 2024 we'll be talking about that at the table with ben davidson and joe mitlow tonight so pull up a seat and join us first time listeners can subscribe on your favorite podcast app or watch us live or later at youtube.com forward slash lunchtime in Rome. Visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com, and while there, you can take our relational needs questionnaire. Make sure to follow us on all social media, and it would be great if you gave us a five-star review. Joe, what specifically is this podcast about? <laughs> Being alone is the worst. Good times aren't as good, and bad times are worse when you are alone. Romans twelve fifteen says, Rejoice with those who rejoice, and mourn with those who mourn. That is how you keep people from being alone, and what this podcast is all about. We demonstrate that in the first 15 minutes of the podcast, and talk about it for the rest. So while it may not be 12.15 in Rome, we're treating it like it's... Uh, lunchtime in Rome. Rome! I did it. Sorry for blowing out your speakers, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Someone um, in their car right now just swerved off the side of the room. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I <laughs> sound like hot. Out of base. Hot. Out of base. You're a little crackly. Hot. Yeah. I'll turn myself down a little bit. Eric's back on the mic this week. Yay! Eric back on the mic. The mic. Oh, good to be with you, boys. And who else do we have? We've got Ben Davidson. And yes, sir. Hello, everybody. Joe Mitlow. Woohoo! Yes, sir. Uh, and first, we want to thank Marilyn and Ashley for being at the head of the table. Um, and we love sitting with them every week. And we want to thank Breaking 90. He gave us a gift, which I think we're going to save to talk about more next week. But he's also now sitting at the table because he donated to the show. So thank mm. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to talk more about that in the future. Please visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com um, and take the relational needs questionnaire there. Um, and uh, yeah, so I'm back. Um, kind of. <clears throat> I'm not mentally back, I don't think. Mm -hmm. Not fully. What so, does that mean? Well, so Amy's mom passed away on December 4th, <clears throat> and it's just been... It was really December 4th. Yeah. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. It's been a long year this month. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. Um, and I mean, it seems to have gone by like so quickly, and I'm not going to talk about it in any great detail, but if, you know, a lot of people have lost loved ones, and, um, you know, there's just a lot of doing. And that's yeah. what we've been doing. We've been doing a lot of the doing, and then we had Christmas doing. Yeah. And I can't say that I'm like I'm glad that it's over, but like we we got through it, and now it's just kind of weird. Like there's this like aftermath of one of her mom passing and all that, but then two Christmas after her mom passing, and it's just like it's just a lot. I, you and, guys haven't uh, even begun right. the process. Yeah, well, and like you've yeah. just been doing. We've been doing, and then you're going to hit a point where everything kind of collapses on you like a waterfall. You know, it's yeah. just going to hit you guys. Yeah, yeah. So we're 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 running dry. Um, 
we've had incredible support. Um, people have just surrounded us, and I mean, we could have called anybody at any moment, and if you know, if we had a need, it would have been met. Like we just know that, and and people did so much for us, you know, through you know making us meals and taking care of Maggie and you know all that. So just huge thanks to everybody. Um, I had one of the, not to make this about me. I had one of those moments Please though, do. right after, <laughs> you know, where I reached out to you and I was like, "What can I do for you?" And then I thought, "No, here's what I'm going to do for you." Because yeah. it's like one of those things when you're mm-hmm. when you're grieving or when you're in a, like kind of a crisis situation like that. Um, there's a lot of people that want to like their intentions are good. They want it, and we've talked about this on the podcast. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, but the intentions are there. You don't want to make one more decision. Like right. I don't want to have to put on you. What can I do for you? Right. Oh, you're not going to tell me what you can do for me yeah. or what I could do for you. Well, screw you, buddy. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like one more way. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I I got sick again. Yeah. yeah. And then the bronchitis came back, and I just messaged my doctor. I was like, I yeah. really don't want to come in. I don't want to do one more thing. Can you please just prescribe me what you need to? And he did. And I was like, Oh gosh, thank you. Yeah. It was just. It was a lot of that. Yeah. Um. On a lighter note. You know, we were trying to keep Maggie's Christmas as normal. She's doing well through the whole process, and she had a great Christmas, and she loved everything that she got, and um, that that's been really good. And I had Daddy Daughter Day with her yesterday, nice. and we had so much fun. I surprised her, and I took her to Sky Zone, which she loves Sky Zone. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, it was the first time that she's done like the the trapeze into the foam, and like oh, she just that. kept on yeah. doing it over and over again. It was just like this core core memory like you know unlocked um which was really cool and really fun so um trying to you know definitely take the good with the bad and Mm -hmm. and we're just we're we're getting through it um but yeah it's it's only the beginning and uh and things have been been tough for sure right definitely how about you guys who's up next let's go to ben let's go to ben ben davidson hi everyone hello ben yeah so, hi. <laughs> uh, for me, this December has been really interesting just because this is my last year of my undergraduate, you know, preparing to move on to the future that is graduate school. That's crazy at, to me. Wow. Hopefully, yeah. It, it is crazy, yeah. I mean, I'm fortunate enough to have those 24 credits from high school, so I'll be able to save some money since you know 24 credits at high school is who knows how many credits maybe like two credits at the university of of pittsburgh Mm -hmm. but fifteen thousand (laughs) dollars yeah but uh you know i'm very thankful for that but on the other hand it's like man i wish i just had one more year of undergrad to to figure out um myself and just have that sort of comfort of okay because change change can be scary Mm. So that's kind of whoa, 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 whoa. Let's save this for the actual pod part. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that more, but yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, that's I'm, okay. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> this is a preview of what's to come. Yeah, yeah. teaser. Yeah. So, um, going into graduate school, for us people that never have done the undergrad and grad, I have an associate's mm. degree. What does that mean? What are you oh. doing in graduate oh, yeah. school? And, so, you're, and you're majoring in math, right? Ben? Yes. Yeah. So, for me, right, my major is in math, as we just said. <laughs> but. Uh, my graduate program will be in education, specifically secondary mathematics education. What's secondary math? Th- that's just like um, there, there's like two levels of like grade school math. There's 
I'm not I'm not sure actually what the other level is called, but it's like pretty much grades one through six, like K through six or whatever, like primary education. And then there's a secondary, which is seven through twelve. So basically I'm teaching the older like I'm teaching like algebra one and up pretty much. Okay. Um so So junior high, high school ish. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Gotcha. So that that's what I'm preparing to do. So what I can do is with that mathematics uh, the bachelor's in math degree, I can move forward and get that master's in mathematics education. And it just looks kind of nice to have that <laughs> instead of, <laughs> you know, I can go in and be like, hey, I, you know, I have a master's degree and also a minor in computer science. I spent so, $200,000 <laughs> to be here. Oh I am gosh. in so much debt. Please hire me. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's insane. <laughs> We're all laughing. I'm in so much debt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, crushing so, debt. Sorry to spoil the, the, the meat of the podcast, but that's that, that my life. Back. No, we'll, we'll definitely talk more about that. Joe, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing okay. All right. I have had a wild month. Okay. Hmm. But, you know, school wrapped up and it was down to the wire. Like, uh, I got in a little bit of trouble with the ROTC because of my grades last semester. Um, and so I was hitting that line this semester as well. Because okay. apparently, college is difficult for some <laughs> oh, yeah. people. Hey, I feel you on that one, buddy. <laughs> How about computer science? It's pretty. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> pretty high. Ben, got, ben is doing a computer science minor with his stuff and he came up to me one day in the apartment and he goes Joe I just I, why do you do this why, <laughs> why do you do computers and you're like I don't <laughs> so I obviously don't well no. this is <laughs> and I'm a math major and that's hard that's hard hmm. but getting out of uh, getting out of the loop for a little bit so school and ROTC is over for the month and I get a little bit of time to relax. So that's been nice to how, just... How, how long are you off? I had two more weeks. Oh, nice. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do we you... get a little coasting room just to be like, hey, do you actually want to sleep for a little bit? Right. And so, mm-hmm. do, you, do you feel like you're getting some perspective? Um, you know, kind of, like you, you're describing, you're kind of sliding in sideways to the end of this year, the end of this semester. If you feel like so far you've been able to get a little bit of perspective or... Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like... Yeah, this semester was really changing for me that I'm like, oh, I get it. Like I'm st- like now I'm starting to get like yeah. the whole college thing. Yeah, and oh, I'm yeah. like, could have gotten this a couple years ago. But yeah, whatever. I'll take it when I can. Take and how much it. longer do you have? One more, three more semesters. Okay. I'm not. I'm not that fancy. Right. And you're going to the summer, right, Ben? The um, summer is the beginning of my graduate program. But you're you're doing summer. Are you doing summer, Joe? Yeah. Okay. You're both doing. Okay. Gotcha. Man, just plowing through it. That is yep. smart, though. <laughs> yep. I'm telling you, just get it done. I'm just doing it. Yeah. Yeah. We just out here. We just out here, man. Mm-hmm. Brian, how about you? I have nothing quite as interesting as college going on for me, um, except for work. Uh, but I don't want to really get into that. Um, mm-hmm. I found myself yesterday. I think the day after Christmas is becoming one of my favorite days and one of my most sacred days of not doing anything. Yeah, like, mm. I take that day off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's so much doing. And mm-hmm. and, and th- honestly, this is the first year in, in quite a while, in quite a few years, that I didn't purposely take off every the entire week between Christmas and New Year's. Um, I've, I've taken off the entire week between Christmas and New Year's the past six years. It's the best time to so. work. 
Best time to work. Yeah, because nobody else is working. See, my job is a little bit different um, <laughs> than a lot of people's. Yeah, because right right now at work, like I got a couple emails today. It's so nice. To I, had to, like, I had to. I had to. I had to. I had to catch up on email, sure. but then like nobody was like pinging ping, me. Ping. Yeah, ping. Oh, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Microsoft Teams. Microsoft Teams. <laughs> Microsoft Teams. It really. It, it's the, there's definitely something to be said for. Uh, I mean, I guess any environment you work in, if you're in the office, people are going to be stopping by your cubicle, but you work from home and it is that you have like, you have teams, you have, you know, messenger, you have this, you have that and everything's, excuse me, vying for your attention. And it really is, it becomes a discipline of, of getting rid of all that noise, like Mm -hmm. only doing it when it's essential, you know? Um, and that can be really difficult. It'd be so distracting. Yeah. You know? Yeah, Um, Absolutely. So for me, like this week, I'm just kind of playing defense. I was at a point where last week we did a ton um, on this project that I'm working on and put the team that I'm working with in a really good position this week to do what they need to do without really me needing to be involved. Um, so but so I'm kind of playing defense this week, and if they need to mm-hmm. ask me something, um, they, they, they have. But it's been, it's been pretty chill. Um, but the, you know, the week the week – a couple days before Christmas and um, Friday, Saturday, it was a we had a I had a great weekend. It's just it is a lot of doing over Christmas. Um, Christmas Day we host, um, so we wake up and open presents with Abby and Ethan, mm-hmm. and then my parents come over at ten o'clock and the kids open their presents from my parents, and then my parents come back over at like three, and also at that time my aunt and uncle come over and my sister and brother in law normally come over too. Um, except this year. So it's a, it's an all day thing for us. Um, last year I went to the jingle bar. Didn't do that this year. Um, <laughs> I was waiting for you. No, not this year, man. Not this year. That was, uh, was pretty rough last year. It was fun, fun but yes, yesterday, last year was rough. Um, but so my sister starts texting at like 10 o'clock and she's, she's like, I'm, I'm taking, uh, Jason, who's my brother-in-law, to the Urgy Care mm. um, Christmas morning, which sucked, you know. Um, but he ended up coming down with something, um, so they weren't able to be there. So we did. We had to do the whole, you know, kind of COVID era get together where my aunt and uncle still came over, my parents still came over, everybody came to my house. We still had dinner, um, but we uh, we skyped in my sister and brother-in-law, mm. and it w- it it was weird because I couldn't find a device. That, that would do video like i i wanted to hook up the video camera yes. in my room yeah but oh, my okay. my laptop the video card's not working so i can't do video on that my other laptop the screen broke so i couldn't use that one <laughs> lex's laptop was like her school laptop was total garbage like it just didn't have the computer power to yeah. Yeah. run the video yeah so what i ended up doing is i ended up casting my my phone to my tv so that everybody in my room living room could see my tv and my sister on it and my huh. brother-in-law yeah but then i took my little my phone and did like a almost like a movie like a handheld movie oh, where, yeah. wow. like so they're watching my sister and brother-in-law are watching um on their tv i'm yeah. going around so like if you bought my sister and brother-in-law presents yeah. i would like zoom in on you yeah while they opened you know so yeah it, it turned out to be fun but it was kind of frustrating because, like, sure, technology just didn't work. Right. It sucked mm. that my brother-in-law and sister couldn't be there, yeah. you know, in person. Yeah. Um, but we made it work. It was it was kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, and but that so, anyways, yesterday just kind of became a vegetable on the couch. Um, 
and Lex and I fell down this rabbit hole of finding these like nostalgic 70s, 80s, 90s videos. Like, here are the top 10 songs that you don't remember from the 90s. <laughs> and <laughs> here are the gadgets that, you know, are huge in the 80s that are obsolete now. Oh, man. You know, That's here, so fun. Here are, the, here are the stores in the mall that no longer exist. You know, stuff like <laughs> that. So that was fun. I mean, we spent, that is fun. We, we blew a good three hours on that. Um, Man, Shay, you remember Gold Circle? <laughs> <laughs> well, they had, they had Ames. I don't know if you remember Ames. I remember Ames. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but I mean, you guys are you guys are somewhat young. You and you and you and Ben. Um, there's been a lot of things up in the shopping center. Um, so yeah, you know. But you're at a different stage in life than Eric and I. Um, this is true. Which is college, and oh, yeah. <laughs> so. We just, again, we wanted to have you guys on to talk about your experience in college, being dudes, you know, in college. I watched a movie, Lex and I watched a movie today where, um, you know, this one girl's on a date and um, long story short, her brother like gets all these girls and, and the date that she's with is like, how, how does your brother get all these girls? And she's like, well, he just, he's honest. And he, he tells the girls like his feelings and stuff. And he's like, oh, ah. like, and he, like the guy didn't know what to do about it. You know, mm, yeah. you guys have kind of grown up with all of the emotional responding and, you know, what we're talking about on the podcast. So we wanted to kind of delve in a little bit more into mm. how it is like to be guys mm-hmm. in 2023 going into 2024 on a college campus. Uh, and and being able to you know kind of understand um, this this whole thing you know because it really we've talked about it before it really is like a second language or yeah. a third language you know learning these kind of things yeah right yeah so um, to kind of, Ben if you want to continue to pick up like how is school for you and sure. you know you want to continue that little thread that you yeah had earlier now that's a that's a great point and I think I feel like there are really two different types of other you know people my age i encounter at college and there are those who don't get it with like emotional needs those who really are not good at meeting people's emotional like who don't you know would you say that's the vast majority probably yeah yes yeah but i've also (laughs) met some people who do get it but they still don't understand it or know how to use it you know what i mean they right. know it like it's, they know it intrinsically, intrinsically but, they but they can't right they can't consciously right. know what they're doing mm-hmm. and i think so they're good at helping other people meet their emotional needs but when they need it i feel like they don't know what they need mm. and because they're it's intrinsic to helping other people when it happens to them they're like why am i not getting my needs met the same way and i feel like that's something i i see and that you know, it's it's really is a blessing to be able to not only have this, but be able to use and understand it. And I don't yeah. think I would have been one of those people who would have been able to do it intrinsically. Like well, and that's, <laughs> that is so that is so on the nose because like I feel like it's a like it's a cheat code when you learn what your emotional needs are. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if you want to know what they are, you can go to lunchtimeroom.com and take the relational needs questionnaire. But it's a great point, Ben, because like when I found out that I have a high need of support, it made so much sense to me. And then like I since I know that about me, I'm not like and you learn like that's just who you are. Like I'm not embarrassed that I need help and I know mm-hmm. that I need help. So I know when to ask and you know, in what situation I like I need you know, I, I like I will ask for help when I need it. Um which is 
a relief because mm-hmm. right. like it's right. it's a relief yeah. to know what your needs are and and to know what to ask for and like you said ben there's a lot of people that can help other people but they can't help themselves yeah and it's that's pretty tough yeah do you guys find that because you have the eyes to see and the ears to hear like there'll be those situations that it's just like everything kind of stops and, and all of a sudden you're like oh okay here's somebody doing this well or oh okay here's somebody that needs a you know needs this um, well, like, and like you said, you can see, you already understand that there's several different classes mm-hmm. of people, those that don't get it, mm-hmm. those that get it, but don't get it because they don't know, really, right. they, they can't put the words to it. They don't have the framework for it, but they, uh, they get it. But for you, you're that third person, that, that third class where you recognize, you recognize it all. And that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Like describe those moments where, I mean, and both of you mm-hmm. describe those moments where, mm-hmm. You know, does something come to mind where, like, you you have an example of, oh, that's happening right there. There's something happening. Like, that person. Like, I'll be listening. I'll be in, like, maybe a class and, like, two people are having, like, a debate or something. And I'm, like, picking up on it. I'm like, oh, there it is. Oh, there it is. (laughs) Yeah. But, like, it's almost like 90% of the time there's this wall right here where I've never spoken to these two people. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. it's not like... Well, actually, sir, that's not what you were supposed to say. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. almost that's almost a frustrating uh, aspect of mm-hmm. it is just being like in the bleachers and not yeah. being able to go down onto the field for that kind of stuff. Mm. But, but yeah, yeah, watching it, pointing it out, it's almost like like a bell ringing in the back of your head where it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You yeah. guys have such an advantage in your life. Yes, I'm <laughs> very grateful so, for it. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. Sometimes, yeah, you just see it, see it out in the wild, you know, and it's remarkable how just good some of my friends are at it, even who weren't trained at it. Like I said, dishing it out, but not Mm -hmm. for themselves. But I think something else that comes along with it is they're really good at comforting their friends and at like at meeting like meeting their friends emotional needs in general, not just comfort. But I think they fail to see the bigger picture and mm. they don't the, the the way that people who really understand it could understand the other person's perspective, the one who's maybe not their friend. Like if you have a friend comforting a friend about something that someone else did, they don't really see that outside perspective the way that someone who understands emotional needs mm-hmm. could. You know what I mean? If there's this third person that hurt a friend of the group. Mm-hmm. They don't really see that and understand it the same way someone who has that sort of framework could. Mm-hmm. So it is, it, it sort of creates, it, it's an intuition, but untrained, it can only do so much. Sure. I, I think it's important. I mean, it's important for everybody, but to me, it's even more important for you guys uh, and, and, not just you two individually, but your kind of your generation and, a, you know, kind of the TikTok generation <laughs> where it, th- there's so little con- like real connection. There's so there, yeah. there's it's so easy just to keep scrolling. And, you know, I think like, yeah, there's the physical scrolling on our phones and stuff. But I think that translates in a lot of cases, especially, you know, uh, um, among people your age to to real life. It's it's easy just to to kind of. Um, scroll past somebody, not see them. And, and right. you know what I mean? And I think you guys having the understanding of, of being able to see people is, is you know, I, that's got to that's help you guys in, in a lot of ways sure. um, in that environment. 
Can we talk about your guys' emotional needs a little bit? Yeah, please. So, Ben, you have a high need of support, encouragement, yes. and comfort. From from looking through that lens, like what do you feel is the most challenging part relationally being in college? I think find um, college is set up to be a very individualized experience, I think. Mm-hmm. And when your hardest need is not hardest, when your highest emotional need is support, that's something where you really want someone to come alongside you and help you, right. you know. And I uh, I do have a high need for encouragement as well. But what, you know, something that I really appreciate and something that I really feel like I need is to actually have that sort of help. And for me, that's something that can be really hard to find when you're, you know, the, the idea of college is you're living on your own you are away from those people who would traditionally support you. So that's why I'm so fortunate to be with two friends I know from high school who I know will support me when mm. I need it. Yeah. So that that's another way I'm, you know, I'm very blessed. Yeah. And Joe, your your highest are acceptance and security. Yeah. Hold on. Joe is smiling about something. Oh, sorry. I was just thinking, so like Ben <laughs> has been like, I need like support and I'm glad to be living with like two people who support me. But I almost think it's different. Um, like emotional needs are different with your friends almost a little bit because I know that about Ben, but I'll just, I'll go up to his door and I'll just be you okay? But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you At least it? you're asking. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah that's like meaningful. that's the extent of what I give, and it's enough. Yeah. And I yeah. just think that I know, I know that whenever I step outside, there'll be like a cheesy biscuit out there. <laughs> <laughs> Joe cook for dinner. <laughs> Joe made garlic bread again, so I think it's okay. <laughs> cheesy biscuit. That's great. Oh man, that's so good. Well, so anyways, Eric oh right, about yeah. So uh, security and acceptance, Joe, your highest. So how does that challenge you relationally in college? So like Ben said, with uh, security or support, it's very individualized in college. Mm -hmm. Like you go from your teachers telling you your class is here, here, here. Mm -hmm. And your parents are helping you and doing all that. Mm -hmm. Right. To I got an email and it's make your schedule. Go ahead. Yeah. (laughs) And so security is something that is just stripped from you because you don't have... You're imme- you have to rebuild your support system right. in college. So having the security of people who can help you or the certainty that this will get done. Yeah, the uncertainty mm-hmm. of like, who do I go to and how do I learn right. how to do all this? Yeah, yeah. And just, I'm still learning about things Pitt has. Yeah. And I'm like, well, this would have been useful to know. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Freshman year, that would have been nice. Right. <laughs> but yeah, and then acceptance is, Pitt is, there are, 5,500 people in our class. Yeah. Not just at Pitt. Yeah. Right. And acceptance almost like with professors is at least where I am in my degree. I'm in the same classroom as 100 different people. Mm -hmm. Like the professor's not going to learn my name. Right. So almost uh, it's challenging to get to be memorable. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's easy to feel invisible. Yes. Yeah. Like the only professors that have learned my name are my ASL professors. Mm. So, so I can't would, even yeah. talk to my so that would hit, <laughs> the ones it, who know yeah. my name. And it's one of your other higher ones approval. That would be that would probably fall under yeah. more belonging of like you're a, a small fish in a giant right pond. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to find that yeah group of people. And that's why it's so difficult. great that you guys do have each other. Yes. And you guys are checking in on each other. With, that's huge. 
were these taken? These uh, were for, for anybody that's not watching. Uh, we're looking at on on paper what their relational needs were. Were these taken recently? Was no, this, no. This was so. Some, I would be yeah. very curious because I bet these were taken maybe even before you, especially you, Joe. Definitely before went to college. This would have been taken. Maybe as you were going as to I was yeah. graduating high school, yeah. mine was taken at the same time. I would be very interested to see how much this has changed since you've been at college. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you I feel bet, like it's the same? I bet it has. More or less. Yeah, but you've I'm ha- sure but it's you, you're handling things more. Yes, well, I'm learning yeah. how to deal with right, it. Right, right. Much be, more. I would be curious to see if your Joe, your need for support, would be would become higher. Hmm. That's a good question. I wonder. Yeah, because probably. you mentioned even yeah. just talking just now, you mentioned support a couple times. Yeah, in the context of security, mm-hmm. right? But it sounds like you know. I, I guess, I guess one of the questions would be describe what's the most challenging part academically for you before we got onto the you, before we started here tonight. Yeah, you were talking a little bit about that. Do you want to do you want to go back into that? And because I feel like. You're being challenged academically, but you may not be challenged that academically as much if if you did have the right support. Yeah, that's a big part of... Yeah, so yeah, I guess support would be higher now. Just because in high school you have... It's like like It's it's like what Eric said, belonging. Like, all of your teachers know your names. You have a finite number of people who can teach you in high school. So you're going to learn all the teachers' names. Where in college... Mm -hmm. It's so spread out that it's... I'm going to say the need is the same. You think? But this particular need of support is higher. Well, like a niche form of support. Do you see what I'm saying? Oh, I very much do because I I feel like I'm the same way in some cases. Like like at work, like there are certain things like, give me the support I need on this. Right. And whereas you don't need support other times. I don't times. need support most And like of the I have a high need of support, but not in some things. Yeah. Like I can go to the I, yeah. I think so. Right. I think that's what I mean. I think situationally, <laughs> like I think you might be right. Like the numbers might be relatively similar, but I do think that support just like a lot of these yeah. other needs can be situational. Yeah. You know, and I think maybe just hearing Joe describe the experience that he's going through, support might be in this particular situation. If if you had to grade it, it would probably be a little bit higher in sure. you know helping you academically. Yeah, yeah. I guess co- like yeah. I guess like so when I'm coding an autocomplete dictionary, I would need support there. But when I'm scooping cottage cheese for Frank <laughs> yeah. Seneca yeah. Manor, I don't yeah, need you're good to go. I don't need you to hold my hand and scoop it at the same time. <laughs> so you guys mentioned your living arrangement a little bit. What's that dynamic like? And like, what's um, is it typical of other guys uh, that you go to school with? Probably not. No, <laughs> like yes, it's difficult for guys to live. Like you live in an apartment. <laughs> oh, right, oh right. yeah, yeah. But I, our 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 dynamic, I mean, yeah, might might not be so typical. Our biggest argument leaving uh, the apartment was whether to take the dried spaghetti off of the wall in our apartment. <laughs> I mean, that's a tough. That's a tough one. Decorations. Uh, I don't tough. think that's very typical. But three guys supporting each other in an, their own apartment—that I would think is a yeah, little sure. more. And the and the third roommate is somebody that you've known since high school. Yes, and everything. Yes, our yeah. friend Luke from high school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From okay. life. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But that's yeah. extremely helpful, though, to have that. <clears throat> you know, to have that. <clears throat> excuse me. That. That that base that grounding, um, I mean, you know, not to get into Bella's business, but she's had a pretty rough go of of her own yeah. at at college with you know living situation. So for for you guys, it's 
it's got, and I'm sure you have things to work through like we all do together, right. but it's got to be pretty grounding. Yes. Um, and make probably makes you feel somewhat secure. Like, like, I, you know, again, one of your higher needs is security. Mm-hmm. Probably makes you specifically feel somewhat secure knowing that you have that kind of a situation. Mm-hmm. Right. Where everything else could be shifting sand, but you go back to your apartment. Right. I don't have yep. to worry about my roommates yelling at me. Right. Yeah. Being, like, rude or right. whatever. So, and, and if all else fails, you jump in your car and, you know, you're, you're home in 20 right, minutes. Right. In 20 minutes. So, what would you, how would you say it's the, that, like, what's the most different with your guys' living situation than you feel like from other other people that you know? We I, don't ever really fight. Yeah. Like, we never have arguments. Yeah. Like That's huge. I was going to say, there's probably a level of trust that you guys have with each mm-hmm. other that you sure. may not have with... Well, uh, man, oh, my mind just kind of blew itself up. Because uh, I'm thinking, you, you've heard these stories before. I'm sure you guys haven't. Brian, I'm sure you have. You have two friends... Going to school, they're best friends, and they're gonna room together, and it's gonna be awesome. Mm-hmm. But then it like it, totally deteriorates. It totally deteriorates, and like sometimes friends, you know, break up, and the you know they're not friends anymore because of it. But I think a lot of that has to do with uh, not knowing what each other's emotional needs are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. you know, whenever you have a dirty sink of dishes. That's not ever getting cleaned up. Disrespect. All uh, well, well, yeah, the, the, <laughs> there's disrespect, but that person might need the support of like you doing the dishes. Like, so it's like knowing that, and then like being able to divide up. All right, if you if you can't do that, I will help and support you in doing dishes. But like you got to like, there's got to be some give and take there, you know. When we've talked about that in relationships of mutual giving, like you can't just be all take 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 mm-hmm. take. Yeah. So you got to have that back and forth. And I feel like a lot of people don't. Like they don't get along because of that, and then it becomes this little petty thing, and then it builds and builds and builds, mm-hmm. and then it's a bigger, it's a mountain out of a molehill yeah. mm-hmm. situation. And so I feel like you guys probably have a better grasp, and that's probably why you guys don't really fight because sure. you guys can really talk things mm-hmm. out. And is that is that is that you guys feel it that way? Yeah, yeah. I think it's about your priorities too. Like we we don't really like we know it's not a big deal about something like the dishes or right, we don't care. Yeah, to we fight we, we don't, we yeah. don't care. We, we know that we're all going through stuff. Like we have that perspective yeah. to be like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is, this is life. Like we're all living life. Yeah. We all have, uh, let's not like one of us has nothing to do except do the dishes. Like that's not, that's not how it works for any of us. And that's awesome because like, that's another thing that we talk about. Like you don't know what other people are going through. I mean, obviously you guys know what each, each other's going through, right. but recognizing that like, Hey, we're all going through stuff is, you know, that's a big. That's a big deal. So and it's almost uh, what Brian said earlier about the movie that you were, you and Lex were watching, where the guy was just honest and it worked out for him. Mm-hmm. That like, if just one day I'm like, "Hey, Luke, can you do the dishes?" We're like, "Okay." Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he won't watch this. It's okay. <laughs> well, and that's a good question. Do you guys find yourself dealing with Luke differently than he does with the two of you? Mm. Mm. Because, I mean, you guys are on this podcast. You guys have kind of been in this environment. We should have Luke he, on next week. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I, I listen to that. I think, I think, teaser alert, I think it's going to be Ethan and Bella. But, oh, nice. Oh, okay. Um, but so because Luke isn't quite as involved in this, or have you? do you guys feel like you've passed the torch to, to young Luke? <laughs> I don't think we have 
necessarily passed the torch, mm-hmm. but I think just he's one of those people that get it. Okay. Like how Ben said, like he just intrinsically yeah. gets it. Like uh-huh. he's not, it's not like Ben and I are like the good guys and Luke is just like the loafing idiot of the group. Like he gets it. Like <laughs> right. he can yeah. look right. in on it. Like but he's, he's not very like, smart. He's not actively. No, he's not right. going up to us and he's like, how's your emotional need of support going to <laughs> no. But And that, he's also just not that guy. Like if, if you right. met, Luke's a great dude, but if you met him, he's not. Hey, I I heard that you were you know like he's, he's like watch me throw the spaghetti on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's closer. No, he's he's a great dude though. He's he's our he's like our best friend. We gotta have but, him on. But oh yeah, absolutely. these walls need some spaghetti on them. <laughs> but yeah, I think he you know he's been around us so so much and he watches and he learns and you know his he he comes from like a, a family who's you know they're they're good people he comes from a good background he's able to really fit in with us and i think that that just helps everything like i've never i i feel like he really understands us because he knows us so well yeah have you guys had one of those or several have you had a moment where like everything just gets real like you find yourself going i'm an adult now and this is real Yep, every day of my life. <laughs> I mean, like in the dynamic of of your, you know, your living situation or your or even your larger friend groups. Well, it's like the other, not the other day, but a couple weeks ago, Luke and I had like a fifteen minute conversation about the price of eggs, <laughs> and and I, at the end of it, I just stepped back and I said, Luke, we're we're old, like we're, we're <laughs> like not I remember old, when old. eggs yeah. were. Yeah, we were going like you remember it was like a dollar giant eagle, and now look at this. And but <laughs> that sent me into like not a mini spiral, but like almost like oh yeah, like life is getting like yeah different. D- yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, conversations are different. Mm-hmm. Brian, you and I, you and I've had many of those moments where like this is the most mature right. adult. Yeah. <laughs> conversation we've ever had right we'll be talking about our stocks and bonds portfolios i kind of wish because that means i'd be doing better financially (laughs) (laughs) no it's no longer oh i did this on the xbox and this on the playstation it's like no i'm doing this with finances and i'm doing this (laughs) but yeah that's good though i do love the fact that you guys are mature enough to be able to have those conversations and realizations while at the same time going, all right, who's going to take the spaghetti off the wall? <laughs> you, still, Very much you, still, so. you still need to be that person that's like, all right, we, we threw spaghetti on the wall. Ha, we're dumb. You know what I mean? Like, let's take it off the wall. Because that's important. Right. We never said we took it down. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. We... we we we've learned to draw those lines. Like it's we, we we still have a lot of fun in games, but there is like okay, there there are times to get serious and real, yeah. which is sure. it's different yeah. than like high school. Yeah. And I'm so I'm so grateful that you guys realize that because it took me a long time to uh to realize and I I still have times in my life where I'm like, oh wait, I probably should, you know, take this seriously. Yeah. Um so I'm I'm really grateful that you guys are Learning to see those moments and then, you know, actually taking advantage of them and and, ba- and still balancing out being, you know, because you guys are still kids, but you're also really, really mature for, for you know, what you're doing and, and, and your age and everything. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys notice, and we've already kind of touched on this, but do you guys notice your knowledge of emotional needs making you communicate differently? Or maybe you guys have an example 
of something. Hmm. I'll try and think of an example. Hang on. Um, I know, Joe, you had mentioned um, just like just your re- like realization of like nobody really knows me, you know, and sure. in your need of approval and belonging. But like, um, maybe not uh, communicating better, but understanding situations more. Okay. Uh, like with professors. Perce- perce- like perceiving. Yeah. Do you think professors like naturally have like a, an emotional need that sticks out? Oh, respect. Respect. Like one, oh, yes. one quadrillion percent. Yeah. I got that's, to that's a, it. It's like every 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 professor needs it. I, I don't know what emotional <laughs> need this would under like fall under fall under, but like I got into an argument, like a pretty heated verbal argument with one of my professors. Yeah. Because they said I didn't email them when I very clearly did. Like they always need to be right. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, look at the list. Um. I guess that's respect also. Yeah. But like a lot of the time their need for respect is like a 10 on their chart. I would bet. Yeah. It could also be a little bit of acceptance too. I was just going to say, I bet that's really high. Mm. Mm. Of like of their role. Like I'm the professor. I'm in charge. Right. I need to be good enough. And if they did something, they don't want it to be. Yeah. Okay. I could see that. Yeah. That's interesting. That was a good question. Yeah. It ended better than I thought it would because I that was, thought that was yeah the, the, yeah. That well, was yeah, like what are what are maybe some of the trends on campus? You know, and I yeah. think like what is a prof- what do you think the professors need? And yeah. do you guys like as a generation this in, in the in the in your peers? Do you guys what, what do you feel like your peers need most? Like what stands out? Is there like a <laughs> is there a common theme? I feel like uh, I could answer attention like attention, but maybe that's just me. There's mm. definitely that. Definitely that. I was gonna think more of like support and encouragement in this generation. I feel like a lot more. I would say like attention, definitely. But then like that's interesting. Almost appro- approval. That, that was. I was gonna say approval, approval or acceptance. Blogging. Yeah. 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 Like mm. those. Two. This is who I am. This is what I'm doing. Man, this that is... makes so much sense though, because to, yeah. because mm. they're seeking attention from like. I hate to sound like this guy, but like seeking attention from social media, they're posting, they're taking selfies. Oh, doing definitely the, doing that. Yeah, but they're not getting genuine right. belonging. Right, they're not getting like that. Right, it's so artificial yeah. what they're looking for online. It's so artificial. Yeah, yeah. and mm. and so because it's and artificial, they've been looking because and they've grown up like that. That yeah. makes sense. Right. Yeah. I, I, yeah. As I'm sure we are, our generation is not the first generation to do this, but I feel like it's especially easy to fall into this trap with you know, TikTok and all the online trends is ganging up against a common enemy or wanting to gang up against Mm. an enemy, like not really thinking, not seeing the whole picture kind of goes back to what I was talking about with that third person. And even people who seem to intuitively understand emotional needs have that sort of issue. And I think that's once again, that's approval. That's wanting to be part of that group. And I feel like that's a, that's a macro thing that is happening everywhere Tribal, is, it's the tribalism is, well mm-hmm. I, was, I was gonna say like seeking understanding mm. like nobody is seeking understanding like why did yes. you do that yep and and nobody's asking like that question of like or, and wanting to know why they did that they've just we, they've taken their stance they've marked their line right. in the sand i am here and, right. and you are going to come right to well, me, right and here is my circle yeah there's a i can't remember the i can't remember the the term but there's a psychological manipulation 
device that man, I wish I could remember the term. It, but basically, it seeks to make something binary. And I think that Is it the mass psychosis. Well, it 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 goes into that, but yeah. like it's it instead of instead of understanding the world that we really live in is complex. There's this 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 manipulation tactic to make something binary so that you can divide. It's yeah. it's, it's it's easier for the human brain to understand side A versus side B. It's why we love our sports. It's why tribalism is just exploding. You're either with me or you're against me. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. not reality. That is right. that is a Absolutely. form of psychosis that we've been allowed to permeate and I think it really it's into your, you know, any, I don't want to say your generation specifically, but like it's happening all through over social but, media, yeah. through the use of yes. social media, yeah. you're either with me or you're hundred percent against mm. me. There's no room. Like you said, there's no room for understanding. Yeah. Um, and you guys have grown up with that yeah. and I, it's definitely made it. Harder. I, I'm so, I'm so glad you said that because that's so describes like my experiences. And yes, I, I did. I've grown up with all of this, but still for the first 19 years of my life, that's how I saw the world. It wasn't until my second semester of college, I like had like an awakening and I realized, oh my gosh, like my viewpoint of the world was that sort of binary mm-hmm. view. And it, it was, it was like remarkable. There's yeah. so much wow. more gray. There's so much more gray. It's much mm-hmm. more of a slider from oh, A yeah. to B rather than two sides of the same coin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And man, I mean, and I don't, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole, but like, yeah, you do. I do. Yeah, you <laughs> so do. Yeah. And I'll, I'll, I'll just say this, but I'll pull you back because I just want everybody no. to be aware of like we're, we are all being manipulated somehow. Mm-hmm. And I'll bring. I've brought up this example before, but somebody somebody created a a GIF animation image of how the how Congress voted over time, and right after the twenty four hour news cycle started, like CNN, Fox News. Mm-hmm. All these 24-hour news cycles started. You could see over time Mm -hmm. the separation of nobody agreeing Mm -hmm. with anything. If you believe this, then you have to believe this. If you have to believe this, then you have to believe this. And nobody's really talking about or representing us who are like, ah, we don't really think that and like that's what's happening in mass and like social media like like Mm -hmm. ben you said like the tiktok stuff and and it's all being and i'm so glad you've been awoken to like well not everybody's like Mm -hmm. my buddy you know luke isn't like that and you know you know whatever and so like that's huge and i'm I'm glad that you guys are are experiencing that and 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 seeking understanding and knowing to do that that's huge jumping very quickly into that not rabbit hole but that point is like that's where I feel like people today, almost my generation, is, or maybe since like the 24 hour news thing, is like, you, someone is going to draw, like, pick their side of the line. Yep. And no matter what, it's almost like false loyalty or blind mm-hmm. loyalty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where it's like, like something over here on your side that you don't agree with. Well, it's like, I'm just not going to look right there. That's fine. But there's, like, right. There's no gray area anymore. It's either black or white. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. Well, I'm glad you guys see through that because it's, it's a gift. And, um, I think it's, it's destroying our culture and it's on, it's being done maliciously and on purpose. Uh, and so the more that, you know, you guys can, call that out when you have the chance to, yeah. um, you know, 
the better because I think that so many people your age just they they're not even in, it's not even in the conversation. It's just not even in their head. You know, they they Ben, what what was if you don't mind sharing, you said you had an awakening. Like what oh, yeah. triggered that? I might have even talked about this on the podcast before, way back when when I was on, but I think it was for the first time in my life, I really, really started to see the flaws in myself. Um, you mm. have a lot of time. I, I like we talked about earlier. College is a very isolating experience, and so you have a lot of time for introspection. And I'd never really had that level of it up until that point in my life. Mm. And so I was like, "Well, there are good people and there are bad people. So does this make me a bad person? Since mm. I've, you know, I." I found myself to have done things that bad people would do. Mm. And so I had to, I had to realize, no, that's not how it is. There's not just good people and bad people. It's very spectrumatic. And in the end, everyone is very flawed. In fact, I, I sort of lumped everything into everyone is gray. There is no, um, mm. you know, Living right now, there is no perfect person. Right. So. Right. Yeah. Amen. Right. Sinner and saint, you know, and mm -hmm. and like we 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 like you said, tend to think I'm either a sinner or I'm a saint. No, you're a person that trends one way or the other, and you could be going back and forth at any point in time. Um, so that's I think a, a very mature and and good, you know, awakening that you had to be able to understand that. Yeah. Um, you know, and you always you always want to strive for your best self, but you also want to give yourself mm -hmm. the grace to to know that when uh, you do let yourself down or let other people down, you it's not the end of the world. You know, right. like that's just your journey. Yeah, it allows you to give mm -hmm. grace because you know that you're not the right. best person in the world. Yeah. Um, how has college been different than you guys have expected? Oh yeah. Hmm. I pr prior to college, um, I faced very little adversity in my life. So, you know, <laughs> when I was, <laughs> not to say I've faced so much now, but like you're even just relative. Andy, and, Andy Bernard situation. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is the hardest thing I've had to do. Yeah. I've had an easy life. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, like, you know, when I was in like elementary school dreaming about college, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have a dog. I'm going <laughs> to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be living it up. I'm going to be like completely content uh, with this life. And it wasn't even like I had this big dream of what college would be like. It, it was very similar to what I thought to what it, what the reality of it is. But the difference is. I think when you're younger, you're just content with so much, with so much, not not so much less, but just with more simplicity, and right. you you start to crave more complex things as you get older. Yes, that's true. And it, it's hard because I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Eric just looked back at his <laughs> no, multi thousand dollar computer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just you get more sophisticated. You get yeah, you get more sophisticated with your desires, and it's just so hard because you you want to be contented with the the simpler things, and that is that's great. But it's just it can be so isolating and so lonely, and that's mm -hmm. that's just different. Like I mm -hmm. never never would have thought. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say that even 
college is a lot more intricate than you would think. Like, it's from what I thought, like, even high school, that, okay, I'm going to Pitt. Everyone's, even as simple as everyone's going to use this software mm-hmm. and this thing and this thing. And sorry, that's going to be it. And now, like, all the way in, I'm like, oh, well, I have this program for this class and this program for this mm-hmm. class. And we use Slack for this, but then we use <laughs> so yeah. many moving parts. Yeah. yeah. Right. Go to meeting for the, or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. But right. mm-hmm. Yeah. Just so change is just something that you have to adapt mm-hmm. to learn to adapt to mm-hmm. like yeah. never for i haven't been in the same place or like haven't used the same thing or had the same mindset for the two semesters in a row just because you have to adapt to all different variables yeah. in college which i thought mm-hmm. i i hadn't thought was going to be as big of a deal yeah mm. yeah yeah and that's i mean that's a good commentary on life in in the larger sense the you know the the more you get out there the more complicated it becomes the more that things are mm-hmm. you know uh, the variables are constantly popping up i had a moment with ethan this past weekend where the world got very big for him and very quickly and um you know it 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 was it was a bit terrifying for him and i was i'm i'm so glad i was able to be there to comfort him in that moment um, but yeah, I think that's one of, I think that's one of the hardest realizations as you go from, you know, living in your parents' house and, um, you know, having, having most things taken care of and leading a pretty simple life to getting out there on your own and going, dang, there's a lot going on right? here. Mm-hmm. And if I don't, if I don't hit things perfectly today, mm-hmm. like it, it can hurt, you know, and, and, or it could be very, very confusing. How has it been exactly how you expected Hmm. All the women. Is it? <laughs> all the chicks, man. They're all there on campus. Yep. Like, is it as hard as you thought it was going to be? Like, academically wise? Like, no, but, it's much harder than, it's yeah, much it's harder harder than I thought it would be. Because I never yeah. struggled in, like, yeah. before college. And so I never thought I would really struggle. Like, you don't okay. believe it till all you're right. there. Because you guys are smart. Yeah, and you've both had issues with, with trying to keep up with the... Grades and classwork and everything, especially computer, computer science. science <laughs> like it's the hard. That's a whole conversation that I won't get into now. Yeah. But jeez, that's where all Joe's hurts go. <laughs> <laughs> like the black box we talk about in our heart, and it's just like a <laughs> little bit of this, a little bit of this, a little bit of this. Computer, computer science. <laughs> uh, I will say it is at least for me, and I don't know that this is true for everyone's experiences. In fact, it's probably not. But I have always been surrounded by people who are willing to accept me and uh, surrounded by, you know, people who are taking me in and treating me with love and respect. And my our freshman year, we did not live together. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I've never never known anyone like Luke and Joe and my other really good friends from high school. But I was fortunate enough to live on a floor full of people who were very accepting to me. We became fast friends. Mm -hmm. So I I never did... While I do feel like college is an individual and isolating experience, I always was surrounded by people who were there if I needed to talk about something. So that that is something that I guess was kind of how I would have expected it to be, Mm -hmm. which I'm thankful for. Yeah, that's good. Mm -hmm. Um, What do you like best or worst about college? 
best definitely living with Luke and Ben. Yeah, like yeah. that's such yeah. a good. It's a fun. Thing. It's a fun time in life. The conversation <clears throat> Luke and I had, we it was our freshman year, and we were like dancing around the conversation of like, <laughs> so where are you living next year? I, I like we yeah. were walking back from getting food one night. You're like on a date with each other. Yeah. So, uh, that was actually the worst part. <laughs> yeah, the dinner with Luke sucked. No. <laughs> um, we're, we're walking down the hill, and he's like, So, who are you living with next year? And I'm like, Oh, I don't know. Maybe some ROTC people. I don't know. And he goes, like, Yeah, I might live with some. Can we please just live together? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, please. Oh, thank God. Yes. Somebody <laughs> said it out loud. So we, like, we called Ben and we were like, we're living together next year. That's awesome. Like, See, you, get, you guys just ruined a potential sitcom. Like when people actually communicate and you come to that, you the whole season. Exactly. So is the worst computer science? Yeah. <laughs> the ROTC is great. I love ROTC. Yeah, I know you've, you've spoken highly of it. No, it's and amazing. You, you enjoy it. Like yeah. computer science. Yeah. <laughs> no, ROTC is not as loud in that box as computer yeah. science, but. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Hey, we'll get through it. Uh, what what's your favorite experience uh, last and this year in the apartment? Mm. I feel like Jay wrote that one in specifically, like just to get a reaction. <laughs> um, <laughs> recently, so here this little story time. On um, one night, Ben was walking uh, someone home from asking where they were going to live next year. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, ben was walking somebody home, and I would, as a joke, I went, "Oh, you know what I'm going to do?" I just took the freezer door handle off of the freezer for <laughs> like just to mess with Ben, just for him to be like, "Oh, uh, where's the freezer door handle, guys?" Yeah. And I'll be like, "Ha ha ha!" Like a dumb joke. Yeah. But then Ben gets back, and he doesn't say anything. And Luke and I just look at each other, and Ben uses the freezer, like, and just opens it with the door. And Luke and I look at each other, and we were like, "Oh my, what did what?" what?" And we were seeing how long it could go. We could go without Ben noticing. And so finally, on his twenty-first birthday, I gave it. I had. You wrapped uh, it up. Our it. other friends, Mike and Joey, <laughs> record a video for him, and we gave him the freezer door handle back. <laughs> they, in the video, they were like, <laughs> they had me go open up like a video game case, and they'd replaced the video game with three screws. <laughs> and they're like, huh. it was the screws to the freezer yeah. door. And yeah, then yeah. They, they go, look behind the couch. And then I go behind the couch. And there's the handle, and they have the handle and the screws, and that was my birth. That was my birthday present. <laughs> and Ben was like, you know, I felt like something was missing, but I could, just couldn't put my finger on it. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's, so that's a great story. That is a great story. It's really funny. Did that make you hurt? And if no. so, <laughs> great. Oh <laughs> my gosh. No, see, that's the thing is Joe and Luke know that I appreciate a good joke more than anything else. Like, yeah. I, I can't wait for him to find out what else I took from the apartment. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't been sleeping in a bed for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's another good one. That, not to like, oh. go two stories in a row. You do it. Uh, for Thanksgiving break, Luke and I got back a day uh, earlier than Ben. And 
Ben left his door open, like to his bedroom. Uh-huh. So we switched the living room and his bedroom. Like we moved his whole bed and stuff like out into the living room and moved all the couches into his bedroom. See, that's why it's so fun. That's the best. It's really enjoyable. I love stuff like that. Uh, but where do your hurts go in general, and have they changed since you've been in college? Either and where they go or how strong they are, that's quite a question. That is quite the question. Where do your hurts go, part one? <laughs> Fear, anger, guilt, self-condemnation. Right. Uh, where do they go? I've gotten a lot better at handling them. Like, that's awesome. I used to be, put them in the black box, put them in the, like, mm-hmm. don't touch them. Like, mm-hmm. But more recently, I've been able to, like, sit down, pray about it work through it mm. and get to the resolution much healthier than mm. what I had previously done. Yeah. Mine has changed. I used to be guilt. Now I'm self-condemnation. Oh. So you go straight to hating yourself. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> I skip, I skip the middle man. You know? <laughs> like, I'm not even worthy of being guilty. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I Interesting. think, yeah, I think it all, like that was something that did change for me around that time where I had like that awakening we were talking about earlier Mm -hmm. where I was like, Oh, and while I can now, you know, like mentally I can be like, okay, yeah, right. There's, there's no perfect person, blah, blah, blah. Still. That's my, I don't think my hurts ever really stopped going there. Yeah. Like I'm like, wow, I'm a terrible person. And so (laughs) that, that is something that changed for me. I'm not sure exactly why, but. Well, I think that that's interesting with your, um, Joe, you didn't get specific about where you feel like your hurts go. You just oh, said no. you're, um, but well, oh. I'm not asking you to, if you want to great. I'm just, my, my comment was going to be, I think that your generation, and I think maybe again, just, it might be just a larger cultural thing now is fear. Um, mm. I think, I think fear is such a, a tangible, palpable part of people's lives these days. And so, um, it was just, it just stuck out to me. Like, I think fear is the overriding um, probably place where people go to, but to hear you guys, you Ben say self condemnation or guilt, and Joe, you didn't. Well, I didn't. Uh, definitely guilt. Yeah, but like that's been it for. Like for I don't mess up and go like, oh, I hate myself. I just feel so bad for doing uh-huh. right. something wrong or something. Yeah. Do you get scared? Like, see, that's where I feel like fear is almost the umbrella emotion where like you can get guilt from you feel fear. guilty and you're, you're afraid of what's mm-hmm. going to happen right or yeah. you hate yourself and yeah. you're scared of what's going to happen next like i feel like fear right. is either the step before or the step after mm-hmm. a lot yeah. of these mm-hmm. hurts true. yeah so yes but no, that's not my first <laughs> thing like, where do hurts go yes yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well this was a lot of fun guys and really appreciate it ben would you take us out of course That's it for episode 226. Please make sure to give us a like or follow on social media and visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com. While there, take our relational needs questionnaire. Thanks for joining us at the table for Lunchtime in Rome. See you next week. Bye. Bye. I can move forward and get that master's in mathematics education, and it just looks kind of nice. I got in a little bit of trouble with the ROTC. I know, I know that whenever I step outside, there'll be like a cheesy biscuit out there. <laughs> you remember it was like a dollar giant eagle, and now look <laughs> at this.
like you know when i was in like elementary school dreaming about college i was like oh yeah i'm gonna have a dog you're like on a date with each other. Yeah. So, uh, what do you, so what do you, what do you, what do you, that was actually the worst part. <laughs> yeah, the dinner with Luke sucked. 